everyone, and welcome to this bonus episode of Conversations in Software Development. In episode three, I sat down with Q McCallum to discuss the business side of software development, but we also ended up going on all sorts of interesting tangents. Uh, at one point, uh, as Q was describing a number of useful skills uh, when navigating a software project, uh, I asked him, you know, did, did you learn any of this in college? Uh, here is his reply and the conversation that ensued. Oh, no, not at all. Um, In fact, here, I'll just take a quick segue for you. What I learned in college about the tech sector pretty much boiled down to, well, I and a bunch of other people I know already have tech skills of some sort that we've picked up over the years. And it's the late 1990s, so everyone is hiring tech people. So you just find any J random tech job and go and you'll figure it out from there. So no, as far as as far as specific technical skills that I picked up in classes, no, not a one. Uh, most of what I knew about tech before I left college is based on, like I said, growing up writing software on my parents' computer when I was a kid or things I picked up when I was at university. I mean, frankly, Borja, I, I don't even, in fact, this is very important for, for your students to drive this point home. I've been in this field for more than two decades. Um, mm-hmm. I do not have a computer science degree, nor do most of the people I know who are stellar software developers and absolutely phenomenal data scientists. And, and I think I think it's worth sort of emphasizing that it's not just because people might say like, oh, OK, well, you maybe you graduated at a time when computer science degrees weren't like that common, et cetera. But like nowadays, like there's a lot of people like, as you say, like stellar software developers uh, who uh, have have gotten to like amazing heights, like you know, without needing a a, a formal you know computer science degree. No, oh, absolutely. Um, in fact, maybe I, I shouldn't say this since you are um, a lecturer at a university, but I've I've met a number of people <laughs> who don't even have university degrees who work in tech, and they're extremely mm-hmm. successful. Um, one of the great things about this field is that, and when I say this field, I just mean the wider tech sector, so that covers everything from software dev, DevOps, AI, whatever falls under that umbrella right now. One of the great things about this field is that, um, yes, there are companies who will still insist on a formal degree. And we'll talk about that in a second, why I think that's a a bit of a flaw. Um, But for the most part, this is a field where it's all about you proving yourself, right? Um, One of the great things that shook out of the 1990s is that, yes, we had the dot-com boom followed by the dot-com bust and all the crazy business models that should never have existed anyway. Uh, But one of the things people often forget when they're ripping on the dot-com era is what that did as far as the tech sector. It didn't just make the tech sector a household term. Um, That was also around the time that open source software, which had been around for a while, but that's an open source software really took off, right? Because suddenly you had Mm -hmm. people who are creating free tools, free compilers, free editors, um, free systems like the, the various BSDs. And Linux was also getting a start at the time, which were um, free and open source alternatives to the commercial operating systems and tools such as uh, Solaris and HPUX and all the commercial compilers. So you, at, at the ni- during the 90s, you have open source uh, just really taking off. And that came part and parcel with people who were just curious, who could grab a free operating system and free tools and teach themselves C++ or teach themselves web development or mm-hmm. what have you. And so what that means, is, and all of that is still around today. It's the same thing in the, in the AI world today in that 
you can purchase a couple of books on statistics. You can look through some of the free tools like uh, Scikit-Learn and the various cloud offerings. You can really learn a lot about this on your own. And at that point, a prospective employer, um, they would definitely want to understand what you've worked on and where you've been. But the better employers are less concerned with your actual diploma and they're far more concerned with what can you actually do? What do you know about this topic, whether it's writing software or analyzing data? Um, and so you know, for your students who are interested in pursuing a career in this field, who are thinking maybe they're not going to get that formal CS degree, that's fine. Spend time learning things. Um, set up your own website, like a blog or a portfolio, where you can just talk about what you've been working on, um, post samples of code. And prospective employers will see that. That'll get you through usually the first one or two levels of uh, technical interview. And you're in. And again, the, the ones that I really like are less concerned with your diploma. They're much more concerned with what you can do because they're a business and they have things mm -hmm. they need to get done. I mean, and and obviously, I'd say there's still value to sort of like pursuing a computer science education. But but even for the students who are going to be graduating with a computer science degree, um, uh, you know, I think a really important takeaway is that uh, it's more about what you've learned and 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 what skills you've gained uh, as opposed to what appears on the piece of paper. Because like the the way that I usually tell students is that you know if if you um if you're in a tech interview. Uh, and they ask you to, you know, explain, you know, how some aspect of of the internet like works, uh, and you're not able to. You don't get to like wave your transcript and say like, but but look, I, I got an A in networks. Like, you know, like that that doesn't really, you know, hold that much water when 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 you're hoping to get a job in the in, in the tech industry. Uh, no, you're you're absolutely right on that one, and it's um, and it's interesting space that way, right? That um, mm -hmm. one other thing I will say, though, going back to your point, um, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that a university degree is not worth it. Um, it's just a matter of figuring out what that degree means and where you're going to get the most bang for your buck, for lack of a better term. The example I will give is, all right, two examples for kind of the same thing. Um, when I was starting off back in the 90s, um, companies weren't really sure what to look for in a candidate. So they would say, well, we're looking for someone to write software, they need a CS degree, even though by that point, plenty of people without a CS degree were writing software. And I think one of the problems they ran into is they would get these, these students fresh out of school, they have CS degrees. And like you said, they got in the networks class and they understand data structures and algorithms left, right and center. But these companies weren't doing computer science. They weren't doing, you know, very high end research on algorithms and and things that just don't really exist in, in the commercial software world, which is where mm -hmm. computer science really shines. Is that more, it's like where the theory starts to enter the realm of the possible, right? What these companies were looking for was software engineers. And that term didn't really exist at the time, but they were looking for people who could actually build software right now to spec and get the business moving. That's not to say that a person with a CS degree can't do that. It's just along the lines of, if you want a computer scientist, that is not the same as wanting a software developer, right? Um, in fact, I think I may have even written something like this on my website. I'll send you a link later if the students are interested in reading about that. But, um, but that's what I say. Having a degree, it's still, first of all, having a degree period can still be very useful. Um, mm -hmm. And having the CS degree, depending on where you want to go, can also be useful. 
um, I would just say, be careful with the companies that want the degree, but don't seem to know why, because that's where you're going to have trouble. Yeah. 